Welcome to the Cranodcast. I am back today with Rachel, who is our assistant director, and Amy, who is our new curator. And today we're going to be talking a little bit about the collection itself and the direction that we're going to go with it. Um, so we've got a decent-sized collection, I'd say, mm -hmm. um, which we're sat around right now in the museum <laughs> itself. Um, this is our studio. Um, so I'm going to start by asking Rachel, how did we get a collection? Oh, so, ooh, good question. Um, <laughs> the collection has come from an excavation on Latte, mm -hmm. which was ongoing from, I'm not sure when it started, do you know the first dates from the earliest bags? 1780. It was a seasonal thing, so they could only, they were diving on the site. It was the first crannog to be excavated um, like through scuba, so underwater. Um, and they were finding, but basically excavating um, a cranog that had been identified through a PhD survey that had been done. So there's 17 or 18, depending who you talk to, cranogs mm -hmm. on Loch Tay, and they identified Oakbank Cranog as having uh, like a ceiling of stones over the top of it that was protecting most of the archaeology. So then they were able to go through that and they were getting a lot of wood straight away. They've done seven, I think the, um, what's it called, the thingy on water, something on water. Survey. There's a survey. Birds on water. There's a there's a there's a survey been done in the past few years, mm -hmm. and they surveyed seven of the cranogs on the loch as a like as a like after you know however many thirty seventy nine forty years forty yeah. years later, um and they were looking at and uh, trying to get a radiocarbon date for each cranog to see how they all relate to Oakbank okay. cranog. Um, and those sites, you know, they were getting down to wood, some of them fairly quickly, and some of them they weren't getting to wood at all. So crownogs can vary quite a lot in what survives and how mm -hmm. like, accessible they are. Um, so most of the pieces in the museum are from Oakbank Cranog, which is on Loch Tay. Some of the pieces are from Dunbaravat, like the pottery, which we've talked about before on a podcast. Um, and that's a crownog on Lewis, but it's also done. On this, yes. <laughs> so it's very confusing <laughs> for our viewers and myself. Yeah. Cranog versus done. Yeah, what is the difference? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> I think it's different. It's basically like almost different terminologies. Like people have identified okay. it as one thing, but then other people could identify it as another thing, and they're very similar. I mean, Amy, you might know more, but I find them quite complicated. <laughs> yeah, me too. We'll have to get yeah. some like cranog. Super duper specialist yes. PhD person. I feel like Don refers to the building structure. Yeah, sort of like but on land yeah. or something, like it's yeah. raised up. Stone, isn't it? Like a stone tower. Mm. Yeah. And then a cranog moves on the water. That's a brock. So, a stone tower is a brock. Mm. Yeah, see, this is why. Like, yeah, it's confusing. That's, that's confusing. Yeah. Like, yeah. There's, there's, I'm looking at the picture of Dunbar about on the wall over there, which viewers can't see. <laughs> Just behind the camera there. <laughs> I was going to have to like put a little clip in. <laughs> um, but it's an I like I think, I don't know, if you think about what you're saying about being on mm. land, like it's it's yeah. raised up, but then some cranogs can be on an island out of the water. Yeah. So it's, yeah. Whereas ours is on still. still yes. I think on Definitely a cranog. Yeah. <laughs> For now. <laughs> For now. Yeah. Uh, Dunbar about I think is on a little artificial stone island. Yes, yes, is, yeah, is yeah. The main. But then there's underwater layers and then there's like a there's like yeah, a context so external. Yeah. 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 So the main building's not underwater. But then the annex. Oh. <laughs> 
even more confusing. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. yeah. Topic for another yeah. time. <laughs> So Amy, what what sort of artifacts do we have in our collection? Oh, so many. We have a lot from, so it tells us it was a house, which is really exciting. We have loads of mm -hmm. um, cooking utensils, pots, plates, things like that, that we know they were living on this site. Um, a lot that shows us they were farming as well. So we found, what, 167 mm -hmm. types on the Cranog, um, which is amazing. So we have a pretty good idea about what they're eating, what they were farming. Uh, Cowpat, which is always a favourite object. Star object, really. <laughs> yeah. Dropping. Yeah, yeah. Star droppings, all that good stuff. And then we also have a really nice metalworking case with a piece of textile, which is really amazing. Mm -hmm. um, a wire bridge, so we've got loads and loads of different pieces that tell us how they're living. So it's a really nice collection. Mm. What really stands out to me about this collection is that mm -hmm. so much of it is wood. Mm -hmm. As well, and yes. archaeologically speaking, that normally just doesn't survive. Yes. And um, so we're very, very lucky here that mm -hmm. the bottom of a loch is a pretty good <laughs> sort of <laughs> set of conditions. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yes. Yes. No, we were really lucky in that mm -hmm. sense. I like the timbers, especially the upright stilts from the water, because a lot of the time in archaeological sites you find post holes. Yes, I was yes. just thinking <laughs> that. Yeah. <laughs> and that's all it is, it's just where a post was, whereas we have. Don't get excited about changing colour of soil. Get excited about having yeah, actual, actual wood, wood. <laughs> with axe marks. Like that's cool. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes. So as a curator, mm -hmm. what does that mean? What do you do here? Um, so I look after the collection. So I make sure it stays um, stable. I guess. So a lot of the time, archaeological objects just fall apart because <laughs> they're really old. So it's you know keeping taking care of them, making sure they're not going to fall apart, um, putting them on display, so getting them out, um, creating display cases, different exhibitions, things like that, and then also researching as well. Mm -hmm. So researching what the collection means and like what we can tell, what stories we can tell with it. And you've been doing a lot of research with like external groups and community groups yes, and involving lots of people, so it's been a good yeah, process. Yeah, especially the Pottery Project just now. Um, mm -hmm. Lots of good research going on there. We're getting a replica pot made, which is really exciting. Oh, yes, yeah. Hopefully, some lipid analysis. Oh yeah, fingers we'll crossed. That'll be nice. Yep. So that'll tell us what kind of foods they're cooking yeah, in the pot, mm -hmm. which is really exciting. <laughs> I think one of the ideas from the lipid analysis on the like, application I was reading it saying we're going to make it, it will give us the basis of a cranog stew that we'll be able to make every day. And I'm thinking if it's venison, yeah. <laughs> like, Maybe not. we're going to need a big cooking budget. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> so, I don't know. We'll have to see. It might be like a once in a once a year, a big yeah. pot and a whole deer for events. Yeah, yeah we send <laughs> Ralph and Toby off on the hill with both arrows. Properly take ourselves back to the actual. Yeah, <laughs> Just see Daisy stalking through the woods. <laughs> <laughs> Little flint knife. Yeah. <laughs> Yes. Are well, people allowed to borrow the collection? If I did want to um, try and cut something with something that I found in a case, well, as curator, no. what's the no. rules on that? Um, so we do get a lot of requests for people coming in to research things, mm -hmm. which is really nice. So they'll come up for a day. They won't necessarily borrow the collection, but they'll come up. I can get stuff out of cases. They can have a look at it. Um, I have a student coming up 
soon in April. Let's have a look at our metal working collection, which is really exciting. Mm -hmm. So I'm not sure what her plan is around that yet, but I know there's some tests she wants to do on them, which is good. Good. Um, But we'll discuss that. But yeah, we get a lot of research. Loaning, not smart. <laughs> but you are allowed <laughs> to handle yes. the artifact. I'm guessing yes. there's rules around that as well. Yes, quite a few. Um, they are very delicate, so you do have mm-hmm. to be careful. Wear gloves. Um, make sure you have the right surface to put them on. Things like that. Okay. Um, so yeah, yeah, it's much better if you do it in here <laughs> rather than take it yes. out into the woods yes. and, and play with it. Yeah, yeah. Our much spindle whales have just come back as well. Yeah, they were on loan. Where, where? Austria? Austria, I think. Yeah, in an yeah. exhibition, yeah. yeah. Cool. Which is really cool, yeah. So, I mean, we can send them out places who will display them for us, which is really nice. It means just more people can see them, mm-hmm. which I think is important um, to share our collection and our story mm. and get it as far across the world as possible. So it's nice that they were off in Austria. <laughs> <laughs> on a little trip. Yeah. 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 I'd like holiday. to go to Austria. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I bet they didn't get to see a lot of it. Do you know what I mean? No, They've been yeah. taken around going, look at these lovely things. <laughs> Um, no, I think more was it Maureen and Jason mm-hmm. did like um, a textile recons- like a piece of textile and they sent spindle whirls and then some like a pe- like spun thread and it was for an exarch. Yes, um, yes, it was for an exhibition. So it was like all different museums from around Europe had sent in something to put on display and mm-hmm. then it was in this huge super modern museum mm-hmm. which is slightly different to our wooden one. Oh, uh, shed <laughs> yeah, that we yeah. <laughs> I think that's nice as well because if the the more accessible the collections are, mm. more that people like Jason Maureen can come in and yeah. do all this experimental archaeology and things like that, which is really nice. Mm. Yeah. So the goal then with the collection is that it's not all sort of locked behind glass, but that people yes. can either access yeah. it mm. when it's on tour itself, or they can come in yeah. and have a look at it. Exactly. Yeah, that is the goal. <laughs> um, just to make it as accessible as possible, we could get it online mm. as well, so you could have an online. Um, catalogue, we can where public can look at it, things like that mm-hmm. which would be really nice too um, and research again, the collection's not all that well studied at the moment mm-hmm. so the plan is to get as many people in as possible to tell me all about it <laughs> <laughs> which is nice so again, if you get that online like um, in a bigger, better museum as well, like it would just be more it will be easier for people to come up and look at these things mm-hmm. and they'll know what's here, so that would be really nice is there plans to get that all online? Is that something that's in the works or, well, or is it already out there? <laughs> I would like where, to. Where? <laughs> I am working on it. Um, so yeah, hopefully soon mm-hmm. um, it'll be up online for people to have a look through, but it is in the process of happening. So. Definitely oh, something we're aiming towards yeah. to make it an accessible collection mm-hmm. as well as an accessible museum. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So as soon as that's available, yes, we'll be. link it somewhere. Chantel will post all I will media. market the hell out of it. <laughs> <laughs> it will be everywhere. That's my job. Yeah. Little bits yeah. of pot will just saturate Google. <laughs> <laughs> Sponsored ad. Just yeah. A bit of wood from the crowd. It's just yeah. a single pottery shirt. Yeah. People all over the world will know exactly what crowd is, whether they like it or as not. As they should, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we even get people like saying... Through doing the activities outside as well, you know, like when people are wood turning and they mm-hmm. go, oh, like my granddad would turned, like these marks mean this. Or I think mm-hmm. the fact that we know that we had a waster in the collection that came from working with a wood turner, as far as I'm aware. So it's yeah. like talking to people outside and engaging the fact that you see it in the museum and then you go out and you make it or you do it or you play with it or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then there's mm-hmm. kind of that, like the quernstone, which is there, 
then going outside and grinding on a quernstone mm-hmm. that isn't a real archaeological artifact you can grind <laughs> it but then it's sort of like it enhances it makes it more memorable mm-hmm. so. yeah i like that as well i mean a lot of people come in and they find it really relatable i guess because a lot mm-hmm. of this a lot of the collection you'll recognize um well the stills and things mm-hmm. would you say like the lyre bridge people still play musical instruments and um, the textile so weaving that happens still today i mean Drop spinning is not so common, but people still do. Maureen's a big spinner. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I learned it off YouTube, yeah. so there are people. Yeah, out there. there are. But lots of people come in and say they crochet or do yeah. things like that. So it's just different ways of doing things that they did in their age. Mm. Um, it's really nice as well. But yeah, you're right. A lot of wood turners come in and say they work with wood and things like that. Pottery people. So yeah, pottery so people. Lots of yeah. I talk a lot about the plough when I'm finishing my tour in here and mm-hmm. look at the plough because. Because it was the way it was found, like in the doorway, and it's an unusual thing. Well, it's, it's not unusual to find it in a doorway because they found, I think, another Cranog in the southwest, wasn't it? Not Blacklock, the other one. It might be Blacklock, Cranog. Anyway, um, but they have a plough under their doorway as well, so it obviously wasn't like that unusual in the Iron Age. But then we start talking about like doorways and doorway traditions and then in Scotland there's that big tradition of doing the first footing at mm-hmm. New Year where you go over yeah. the doorway and then come back over the doorway or you bring in whiskey or all those things or you carry your bride over the doorway or mm-hmm. like and then that seems to be a big conversation starter because like people from all over the world seem to have something to do with the doors like, I've had people come in and say that they, they put things under the doorway or kind of things above the door or yeah. do they have anything in Belgium when they do anything with doors I don't know I don't know <laughs> No, just chocolate smeared. <laughs> just a little. Yeah, yeah, Brussels sprouts. Yeah, in a wreath. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but there's things that like you can make parallels from like the past to today, and yeah. I think the doorway traditions have gone on since now, at least two and a half thousand years in different forms, like continuously, and that's quite a cool thing to think about. Eighty-three grandmas ago. Mm-hmm. Eighty-three grandmas. <laughs> yeah, that's how we count yeah. time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> grandmas. Five grandmas. Yeah. Yeah, no, I think that's really nice too that people can because it's such a it's like a household collection mm-hmm. rather than anything like I don't know like royal families and stuff Ooh, like burial. like yeah, yeah burials. A lot of people don't really connect to this, but with our collection, they can because it's mm-hmm. household is recognisable, which is just lovely. Yeah. So are you? Myron age expert is that why you're here <laughs> no <laughs> um, i'm fairly new to the iron age <laughs> you're new oh I am, yeah, yeah. Um, no so i am here because i know how to look after the collection like mm-hmm. i mentioned before it is there's a lot to it. um mm-hmm. so the environment especially is really important things like uh, relative humidity the temperature all has to be controlled and um, the way you display things, like how you mount them, different things like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, that is mm-hmm. what I learned at uni. So the irony yeah. stuff is I'm learning now as I go along. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a good thing. I think sometimes is you're always learning mm-hmm. as well. So like, you, if if this whole museum was just run by Iron Age experts, we'd have a very niche like interest <laughs> group. Yes. Um, and also like, there is a challenge with wood, especially I think that these objects were not designed to last forever and so they've been under the water until sort of 30 40 years ago and then they come out and now it's like they want to rot and they want to decompose mm-hmm. and there is that challenge of 
how do you make something that's never designed to last forever? Yeah, last. Last yeah. as long yeah. as possible, yes. yeah. <laughs> yes, that has been the most challenging part <laughs> so far. I really picked a tricky question. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you should have got bits of rock. Like, that's yeah, a good job. yeah, much nicer. Yeah. Is this, yeah, is this I, your first collection that you're really Yeah, so this of? is my first collection I'm charged which is really exciting. <laughs> um, my first professional job, so... Amazing. Yeah, yes. How did you celebrate when you found out? Getting the job. Did you have a celebration or did you just go, I think job done? <laughs> Get the INH textbooks out. Yeah, what, sorry, is the the, what is a crap? <laughs> what is a crap? No, I, th- I don't think we did much. I think me and my mum ordered takeout bottle prosecco. Oh, <laughs> that was else you need. Yeah. 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 Ye
Well, I've got hired, so... <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> you get news out there. You get yeah. all out there. This podcast. Born to communicate. Yeah. <laughs> what a skill. What an important yeah. skill. I think I said I'd be like a soup pot. Oh, like, like, a, like a family soup yeah, pot. Yeah, everybody, you give people... Yeah, but like, now I'm thinking like I would be like a like a, a dragon, but like a plushy dragon. Jelly cat dragon. Jelly cat dragon. Yeah. Jelly cat dragon. Yeah. dragon. An expensive yeah. dragon. <laughs> I, I am genuinely saving up for the green one. <laughs> I, the, the sapphire dragon. Yeah, it's yeah. in the water. So it's in the windmill. Water mill. No, the windows in town. Oh, the puppet. Sorry. <laughs> okay. What would you be, Amy? Um, I remember I got asked this. I think it was a women's aid oh, did you um, workshop, workshop. Yeah. I think, question. yes. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure I said I'd be a, a shelf, mm-hmm. a sea shelf. Oh, I don't oh. have a deep reason. <laughs> <laughs> Just because I've always lived next to the beach, so I feel like... Yeah, yeah. Sea yeah. Sea Everyone loves seashells. Yes. So. Um, You're prettier on the inside than the outside. <laughs> background as a curator knowing what you know now about caring for a collection mm-hmm. about spreading information <laughs> plastics not my <laughs> degree no, I'm joking not <laughs> words <laughs> anything but words have you got something you've collected like as, like as a kid I'm growing up like, yeah. Yeah. that's a good question yeah I think I collected a whole lot Oops. So, <laughs> well, yeah, that's a good one yeah. my little sister has um, a 50p coin collection what Smart collecting money. I remember we got asked at uni to talk about um, a collection we'd collected. That was like mm. one of our lectures, and I used mm. her collection. Oh, <laughs> <no>. <laughs> She's going to hate me for telling everyone that, but it's fine. Well, I'll tell reveal, but I have a collection last night because she said I collect random jars with lids. That's and, so useful though. <laughs> I hadn't realised, but I kind of do, because I wash them out and then mm-hmm. I don't recycle them because I think, well, I could use that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then the cupboard is gradually filling with random containers. Really, really odd. I do yeah. actually collect, I collect, do you know cherished teddies? I collected those when I was little. I have like shelves full of them. They're just like little oh, ornaments and teddy bears. I, I have lots of, like, lots of teddies. Mm-hmm. That was a yeah. collection of having to get. I feel like my collection of little ornaments is much easier to maintain than all the ways. <laughs> <laughs> so. I just realised I'm getting really boring with old age and I collect jam jars. <laughs> and when you said lots of ornaments, I was like, dusting. No. <laughs> <laughs> I do love a good ornament. Yeah, yeah. Chantel collects plants. You've got oh, quite DVDs. a plant collection and DVDs. Oh, yes. Yes, yes, yes. You need to keep physical media going. <laughs> so true. So well, true. Is it a hat collection? Please. It's not a hat collection. Oh, it could be. I might yeah. start. I think I've. I think Dylan's got a hat collection. Not deliberately, 
I seem to have been given a lot of like animal jaw bones. Yeah. <laughs> um, just every time someone yeah. sees when they pick it up for me. Yeah. Um, and yeah. Amy, who I happen to <laughs> so, room with. <laughs> so Jess and I live together. And when you walk in our flat, there's just like a nice sheep skull. Yeah, it's got a little moustache. Oh, yeah, I know yeah. what housewife. I have literally been trying to think of a housewoming friend. <laughs> we were in doggies, yeah. and I was like, "Do I get them some like what's like the fab, what they like mats, table mats, oh, really, yeah. like, grass?" And I was like, "Do I get them these?" And which like, no, <laughs> <laughs> they're really rubbish. And I was like, oh, oh, I'll get you a school mats. Yeah, oh, yeah, thanks, Rachel. Yeah, never set out to collect these, <laughs> yeah. and yet here I am. Yeah. You can tell we're archaeologists with our animal bones and our like archaeology yeah. treasures. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. which is just old stuff that we keep adding to. Oh, so I love like, that. We've got a little bit of the discovery, the ship, when they were oh, in they go up and sell 50p, got a little bit weird. We've got a plate that's been turned out of one of the pews in one of the cathedrals in Glasgow, oh. when all the pews were taken out. This guy was making things. We've got a Roman amphora, which is not Roman. We don't know where it's coming from. <laughs> it's it was given to, yeah, yeah. It's about as big as a what an eight-year-old child. Yes, yes, it's, yeah, it's, it's huge. huge. It could it's just be a child. Do you decorate it with lights at Christmas? Yeah, we do. We yeah. lights at yeah. the Christmas tree. I think we need a massive amphora. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes, please. We just make one and fire it in huge pits. Instead of making a replica pot, I'll just make them into a massive I can just sit in it. Quiet time. Self-care. <laughs> oh. Right. We've been given the signal. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to wrap it up. It's never going to be allowed on a podcast. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like just coffee time podcast. My career is... I'll just leave. My career as co-host has been yeah. very yeah. short. Yeah. <laughs> 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 no, I think your hosting is excellent. Oh, You're asking you. good questions. Oh, thank yeah. you. Thank you, Jess. Thank you so much for joining me today. Um, it's been absolutely lovely talking to you, as always. Um, thank you so much for Chantel for being our um, overall tech media superstar. And thank you so much for joining us. This has been an episode of the Cranicast. Woo woo!